This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Walker, and today my co-host is Haley Wassinger, who is our digital ads manager here at Shop Marketing Pros. And Haley wrote a blog post recently about how patience is key when it comes to new Google ads. And we're going to talk to her about that. But before I get too far in, I would love to thank our sponsors, RepairPal, for providing this episode. RepairPal is the key that unlocks more business for your auto repair shop. Find more at repairpal.com forward slash shops. Well, hey, Haley. Hey. Awesome to have you here with me today. I'm happy to be on. This is my first podcast with us. This is going to be a good one because this is something that we get questions about a lot. And it really comes down to us setting the expectation with the client. Yeah, absolutely. Because people have this idea that Google ads are something that you can just flip a switch and they start working. Yeah. And I think it definitely starts with, like you said, setting the expectation. I know we've changed our processes to make sure we set the expectation up front. And that we're completely transparent about what they can expect when starting a new Google Ads account with us. If you listen to this podcast, you'll hear me talking sometimes and you'll hear me say that Google Ads are something that we can make work almost right away, whereas SEO is something that takes a while. You know, I could be setting a false expectation there when I say that there's something that could work right away because they they can They'll start producing right away. Yeah, absolutely. So I think like the biggest misconception, because I've definitely heard people say like Google ads are a faucet. If you need car count right away, like you turn them on and your car count increases and you turn them off and your car count stops. And part of that is true. If you turn them off, your car count stops, but it doesn't work right away for everybody. What works for one shop is not going to work the same for the shop down the street. So again, I think it's all about testing and seeing what works best for your shop, but always having in the back of your mind that it's not a faucet. It doesn't just, you know, turn on that easily. Let's get into that then. Tell us why it's not a faucet. Why can we not just go create a set of Google ads? Even with us, we work on auto repair shop ads all day, every day. We know the optimizations that we need to make. And when I say that, I say that with a grain of salt because every business is different. Like two auto repair shops can actually be quite different, but still. We know how to optimize a set of Google ads for an auto repair shop. So why aren't we able to just create a set of ads, do all the optimizations that we need to know, and they just start working? Yeah, so we do do a ton of optimizations up front to help them perform as quickly as possible. But the reason that they don't just always start working right away is because when you create a new Google ad account, first, Google has to approve your account. They have to make sure you are a real person behind a real business. And then once you create your ads, Google takes time to learn your business and your ads, the keywords you're targeting, the areas that you're targeting, the kind of business you are, who your competition is in that area that may be bidding on the same keywords as you. That all takes Google time. You're giving Google a lot of information at one time when you start new ads. And so it's important that Google takes the time to learn that in order to give you the feedback to properly optimize those ads. So what do you call that when Google is learning that? That is what Google calls the learning phase. So the learning phase typically takes, we always like to say 30 to 60 days. And again, that's the time that Google is learning all of the optimizations that you set in order to give you the feedback to continue to serve your ads, properly optimize them for the long term. So if you think about that, the way that Google works, I mean, Google is selling this ad space. It is in their best interest to 
put the best ad in front of the person who is searching. They have to figure out, even though we tell them we're not a repair shop, there's still a lot that they have to learn. You know, y'all have probably heard me talk about the ad quality score before and, you know, how that can impact the way that your ads work. Because Google is not only learning for the client, because they are, they're learning for the client. They want to get the client the best results, but they're also learning for themselves. They're learning which of these ads are going to make us the most amount of money. Yeah, Google's a business. There's a lot that goes into that. I mean, obviously, this learning phase is triggered when a new set of ads is created. Your learning phase triggers when a brand new set of ads is created. So a campaign and then ad sets and ads under that campaign. You set your budget and your bid strategy at the campaign level. And that's what Google learns. You also set your location targeting and your audience at the campaign level. So those are the big campaign settings that Google is trying to learn to ensure that they are serving your ad for the right keyword to the right audience in the right area. When you start new Google ads, they enter the learning phase, but you can send your ads back into a learning phase with large scale changes to your campaign settings. So when you initially start Google ads in the first 30 to 60 days, it's really important to not continue to make those large scale changes because if you do, you're just going to continue to keep putting your ads back into the learning phase. They'll never exit that learning phase. So what would you consider a large scale change? So a large scale change would be anything at the campaign level, um, massive changes to your targeting. So either like massively increasing or decreasing your radius, any significant budget changes, because it does take Google a while to learn and reach your budget. So if you're constantly making those budget changes, it's never going to reach that budget. Any changes to your bid strategy. So whether you choose maximize conversions or clicks, any of those setting changes, those are all happening at the campaign level. So I would say once you set the campaign settings, don't touch those for 30 to 60 days. What about at the ad group level? At the ad group level, that's where you want to continue to make changes while your ads learn, because that is how you best optimize your ads. So any ad set changes that you can make would include, and I encourage you to make actually, would be changes to your search keywords and changes to your negative keywords. So as Google learns your ads, they're going to give you a list of search terms. So negative keywords, I did a podcast episode on negative keywords not too long ago. It's probably 10 to 15 episodes back. And that is one that if you are doing your Google ads yourself and you're unfamiliar with negative keywords, you really need to go listen to that episode because negative keywords are, are very important to your ad set. But you said that you encourage people to make changes. So when somebody makes a change, how long should they wait to see, was that a good change, you know, before they start changing again? If you're making any large scale changes having to do with like your budget or your target audience, or if you're making any link changes, even switching the landing pages that your ads are sending to, I would give at least 30 days to see how those changes shake out and perform. Again, because you're needing to allow Google the time to learn those changes. And I want to mention too, because you talked about negative keywords, we have a very extensive list of negative keywords that we add upfront, like things that we know we don't want our clients' ads to show for. And I know you talked about this in your podcast too, things like cheap, schools, parts, things that we typically see our shops don't offer. And we add those upfront right away before we even turn the ads on. 
That way that's less we have to optimize later. So the more information you can give Google upfront, the better your learning phase will be. That is all done. It's at the ad group level. You talked about the campaign level where you don't want to make those changes. And we're talking about budgetary changes. We're talking about the geographic location changes. What about changes like to the ad copy itself? Yeah, I would say that you can make minor changes to ad copy. You kind of want to have an idea of what you want your ad copy to say up front and let Google learn and see how those different headlines and descriptions match up with each other. And then maybe in 30 to 60 days, you reassess. Maybe one headline is performing better than another headline. So you may pin that better performing headline. So I would say it's okay to make minor changes to ad copy as far as your headlines and your descriptions go, but don't just, you know, remove headlines without any reason behind them, I would say, like assess how the numbers are looking. So you mentioned the landing pages and making changes to the landing pages. How does the actual information that is on the landing page impact your Google ads? So it's always a best practice to send your ads to a landing page that is optimized for the keywords that you're targeting. So the example that I like to give is if you are running an ad for breaks, you want to send the user to an optimized page on your website that is pertaining to breaks. One, it's just a good user experience. If somebody's searching for breaks, they want to know more about breaks. So give them exactly what they're searching for. But it is also good for your Google ads and your ad quality score because what Google does is they will read that landing page. And if it's properly optimized, Google will pick out keywords on that landing page that you are also targeting in your Google ad, and it will help increase your ad quality score and serve your ads more. Time to thank our friends at RepairPal for making this episode possible. Don't get left behind. Today's tech-savvy consumers value instant gratification, so they start their searches for a repair shop on their computers and smartphones. These power users research auto repair and service options and decide which shops to engage with in an instant. Gain these customers by being RepairPal certified. They provide proof that your prices are fair with their best-in-class estimator. They're the largest site for auto repair, and they will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com and through the recommendation of partners like USAA, CarMax, and Consumer Reports. As shop owners, we were in the RepairPal certified network, and it helped grow our business. You have to be in it to win it, so head on over to RepairPal.com forward slash shops and set up a call to learn more. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free and save $150 off certification. That's RepairPal.com forward slash shops. A lot of people don't think about the fact that Google, it's basically an AI. And this is machine learning that we're talking about, but they don't just look at your ads. I mean, I'm sure that they used to, but now it is smart enough that it knows when, when, when an ad is going to this particular page, that AI is going to reading that page. And it's basically, I mean, it's artificial intelligence, but it's almost like a human going and reading the page and determining, does it make sense that when the person clicks on this ad that is about, you know, this ad is being triggered for these keywords and the text of the ad says this. So now we're taking them over to this page. Is there going to be a good user experience? Like, does this landing page match up with the thing that the person was searching for and what they clicked on? Mm-hmm. Is it going to give them the information that they were looking for? Because all of that is factored into how well your ad's going to work and ultimately how much money is Google going to make? But when it comes down to it, the more money that Google is making off of you, I should say, probably the better your ads are performing. Yeah. So, I mean, we see this from, you know, time to time we'll have a client come to us and say like, I want more. 
and they're maxing out their Google budget every month. And our suggestion to them is your ads are completely optimized. We do maintenance on them every month. They're performing well. If you want more, you need to increase your budget. And Google will even tell you when to increase your budget. It gives you suggestions on when you should increase your budget and how much you should increase your budget by, how much you can expect by X amount of budget increase. So with that being said, the more money you give Google, the more you're going to get out of it. If your ads are optimized, you already have a healthy budget. You're spending as much money as you can spend. I guess really the only thing that would be left to do would be to target like different services maybe or increase your radius. Yeah. So when it comes to targeting services specifically, my suggestion would always to be sure that you have a nice looking website with optimized pages on it. Because if you're going to target by service, you ideally want to send them to an optimized page about that service. And then when it comes to increasing your radius, the only thing to keep in mind there is the more people you target, the more budget you will need. Because if you have more people clicking on your ad, that's money being spent. When somebody starts a new set of ads, or really, it's going to be different versus, you know, somebody is starting a new set of ads versus somebody who has never run ads before that has a brand new ad account set up that has never done anything at all with Google. Is there a different timeline that they can expect between those two things? Someone who has never run ads before versus somebody who has been running ads, but now they're going to set up a new campaign? Yeah, for sure. Because if you are already running ads in a Google account and you're just setting up a new campaign within that same account, Google already knows your business. It's already approved your Google account. If you're not making any changes to your budget, it already knows your budget. So your learning phase for your new campaign will tend to be a little bit quicker, but you can also expect a drop or not a drop, but maybe a lull when you create a new campaign and you make large scale changes on that have to do with the whole account, like moving budgets around and splitting budgets between campaigns. For example, we just did this recently with one of our clients. He has a $15,000 budget. We created a new campaign for him. So we used some of that $15,000 budget and we split it from one campaign between two campaigns. So we'll see some effects of that. You're going to see a little bit of a lull of the first campaign because we're taking budget from that campaign. And then the second campaign that we use that budget for needs time to ramp up. And then another thing is like, again, with the same client, not only did we split the budget and, you know, make budget changes and launch new ad groups, but we also made changes to the destination of his ads. We switched from a landing page to a full website with optimized pages. So that client, while he's not seeing like a drastic drop or a huge lull as if he just started a brand new account, he is seeing a little bit of a lull and that's the effects of those changes like taking place and shaking out. So you mentioned a client that has a $15,000 a month budget. I don't want to scare people to death here. That is not typical, right? No, that's not typical. We always, you know, typically say a $1,200 a month budget minimum on Google ads um, is a good starting place. And then once that learning phase kind of takes place and we're getting out of that learning phase, we'll assess how the current ads are performing with that budget. Are we meeting the budget regularly? Are we getting good results with that budget? And if we are, then we will always suggest an increase to let those results go even further and increase even more. Or we will suggest if we know the client wants to promote 
you know, specific services and bring in more specific services, we will suggest an increase then in order to account for those extra odd groups. You know, just to give people an idea of what to expect also, if you have never run Google Ads before, or if you're running Google Ads with a company that has never asked you to increase your budget, because we see it all the time. We see them coming from one company in particular that they'll come to us from them and they've been running a $350 a month ad budget. And when they get to us, we're like, hey, minimum $1,200. But then we're not even at the sweet spot when we get to that. Because, you know, if you're in a more rural area, that's probably a good budget. And I keep meaning to do a podcast episode on this where I really talk about how population impacts marketing. But if you're in an area that has a decent population, and when I say decent, I'm talking about a, you know, a town of 60, 80, 100,000 people. You know, which is not big, especially when you compare it to like Houston or Atlanta or something like that. If you're in an area that's got 60 to 100,000 people, if you are willing to put three to five thousand dollars into your Google ad budget, you are going to see a lot more cars, a lot more clients. And that's one of the things I really try to get through to people is don't be afraid to spend money with Google. I mean, if you start handing me one dollar bills and every time you hand me a one, I give you a 10 back. How many ones are you going to want to hand me? A lot. (laughs) And you have to have the capacity in your shop and you have to have the service advisors who can convert, you know, the phone calls to clients and all of that. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. If your processes are not optimized, if you can't handle more cars, if you're scheduling out three, four, five, six weeks, then you're probably not going to want to put huge budgets into your Google ads. And if you have a service advisor who doesn't have great phone skills, you definitely don't want to put huge budgets into your Google ads. But if you have these things optimized, your service advisor is an ace. You have the capacity in your shop for more business. The area that you serve has the population. Jeez, give Google the money, like pay them and they will send you clients all day long. Yeah. And I think like that is the number one thing we're seeing with our clients more and more is they are realizing the power of Google ads and what comes with a budget increase. You know, I think a lot of times people get stuck at one budget and it could just be because maybe budget increases aren't being suggested to them, but they get stuck at one budget and they're getting good results from that one budget. So they don't want to change anything or it's not suggested to them to change anything. But if you're at one budget and your ads are going well, give it more. But like you said, only if those things are in place, because there's so many times where we see people waste their Google budget because their service advisor isn't great on the phone. And that's literally just money you're throwing away if your service advisor can't convert a call or you're booked so far out that nobody's going to wait that amount of time to get in. When can someone expect for that learning phase to be completed and for their ads to really be dialed in and to start seeing great results from them? I would say, and Google says to you, around that 90-day mark is when you should really start to see your ads reach full potential and start giving you conversions and good quality conversions and multiple of them. It'll be that 90-day mark. If you properly optimize your ads as far as keywords and negative keywords and search keywords go during that 30 to 60 days, 30, 60, 90 days. If you don't make any large scale changes during that 30, 60, 90 days, 90 day mark is when you should start to see them really take off. Yeah. So people might be listening to that and saying, oh, well, that's 90 days of budget and everything that I'm going to put into that 90 days of paying for my ads to be managed. But we're not saying that it's going to take 
30, 60, 90 days to start seeing any results at all, right? Correct. Yeah. In that 30, 60, 90 days, you will see clicks. You will see impressions. That means your ads are being served to people. And they'll, they'll actually see phone calls. Yes. They will start to see phone calls and web form fills. I'm saying at the 90 day mark, like you should see full potential. That's when things start. It's a well-oiled machine at that point. And it's important to note too, at that 90 day mark, and you see your ads reach full potential, then you don't just go completely hands off at that time. You say, my ads reach full potential. This is what they're going to do. That's not a time to go hands off. Your ads will always need regular maintenance, but they shouldn't need any more large scale changes at that point. Yeah, I think this has been good. You know, a lot of people will say, well, that's just a cop out when we say, hey, you need to have patience. But I have seen where our clients are 30 days in, they get their first report and they're like, oh, I don't know if I can keep doing this. But then at 60 days, what do we hear? Yeah, they're surprised with the amount of phone calls and web form fills that they're starting to get. And again, that 60 day mark isn't even full potential. It's truly a trust the process kind of thing. I've seen it. And when I say I've seen it, really, I hear about it because I hear about it from our team. I hear about it from our customer success managers who are going over the reports with the clients every week that, you know, all this client who's one month in, they're stressing about the ads. And I mean, gosh, our our lead customer success manager, Danny, used to be our Google ads manager. So she knows this as as well as anyone. And they always say you need to be patient. That's what brought on this blog. And that's what brought on this podcast that we're recording today, because they tell them you need to be patient. And the person is usually kind of freaking out a little bit. And it's not always. I mean, we've had clients at 30 days in they're like, I'm already seeing the results. This is awesome. But sometimes they're like freaking out a little bit. But then by that 60 day mark, they're usually calming down. And by the 90 day mark, they're usually like, you were right. Like I said, it's definitely a trust the process thing. And if you have a good marketing company that you trust to, it's easier to accept the answer. Wait and see, like give it time. Anything else that you want to tell people? Just have patience with your Google ads when they're brand new. Thank you for coming on with me today. We're going to do another one very soon where we're talking about the Google ad budget. But uh, for any of those or any of you who have been listening, who are interested in having Google ads done, of course, that is something that we do at Shop Marketing Pros. Very rarely do I ever do any kind of a pitch at all on our podcast, but it just makes sense. You know, I'm sitting here with one of our team members and we're talking about this. So, you know, if it is something that you're interested in, you can uh, go to our website, shopmarketingpros.com. Up in the top right corner, there's a button that says schedule a discovery call. And JR can talk to you about Google ads. I want to thank our sponsor, RepairPal, again for providing this episode. We are just one podcast on the Aftermarket Radio Network. There are five great podcasts that you can listen to, and you really should go check those out at aftermarketradionetwork.com. Glad that you are here with us this week and hope that you'll be back again next week. And until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.